Hello, everyone. Welcome to the J-Side Podcast. This is your first episode here. I'm your host, Jason. And I'm your co-host, Jesse. Uh, today, we're just going to be jumping into a few little topics and you know, seeing where the conversation goes. This is going to be episode one of many. Yes, so. and we're excited for some topics we've got going today, but you can expect a wide range of topics throughout the series. Absolutely. You know, this is something off the cuff already. We're already going off the dome. I was hoping we would. For, like, guests on the podcast. See, we could get a lot of guests on this podcast, and I am I feel like I'm excited to meet some of your foreign friends. <laughs> That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. It's like, there's <laughs> so many people that, especially when it's going to be remote like this, we could really just kind of literally have anybody on here from yeah. anywhere in the world. Yeah, so, definitely. No, we could we could have friends. We got friends of friends and strangers even. <laughs> I, know, I know some hobos. Literally, I always drive home past this, the church down the street, and like every like other night, there's just a big group of dudes hanging out there, and I'm sure one of them would love to be a, a guest on the show. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They've got some important things going on, I'm sure. All right, all right. So the first segment that we have planned today is hobbies. We should want to get talking about hobbies. You know, we're in quarantine. Everybody's kind of stuck in their house. Nobody, a lot of hobbies. There's so much that you could do, but like I talk to people and they like, I'm like, what do you do in your free time? They're like, oh, I just like, you know, Netflix, love Netflix. Like, there's, Netflix there's isn't so a hobby. Much to do. It's not, TV is not a hobby. It's, I, coming from someone who loves TV, movies, shows, binge watching, it's not a fucking hobby. It's a way to pass time and it's yeah. a distraction. That's okay. Unless you're someone studying film or like, you know. You're in, like, the entertainment world, then, yeah, I guess it's a part of work or, like, your school or whatever. But if you're just doing it for fun every night with, you know, Netflix and chill, that's not a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's something that I, like, when I talk to people about, like, video games, because growing up, obviously, huge on video games, I'd be like, hey, yeah, like, get into this game, play League of Legends with me, which I highly don't recommend to anybody in the world anymore. Um... (laughs) But, like, they would say, like, oh, it's just, like, a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like it is as much of a waste of time as a movie. It depends on the game, what you're doing in it. But there's normally kind of, like, a narrative path that you follow and tells a story, just like a movie. There's benefits and drawbacks. Like, with a video game, it's normally a lot more interactive. You have a little bit more control. But it also depends on the game you play. See, I'm having a hard time pick sides on that because I feel like one is more a waste of time than the other. <clears throat> I think I think it depends on, honestly, the age because if you're one of those kids that just spends their whole day playing video games, it actually might be more productive than staring into the abyss of television. Yeah. But then again, like, people want to come home and relax, chill. It's kind of a way to let loose. It's but, video games. Okay, no, video games is definitely more productive, I think, because you're engaging and you're interacting. But, like, I could play <clears throat> TFT for eight hours and get nothing from it. I could demote You've accomplished three ranks. just as much as I have watching a whole TV show. But I, I feel like there's, there's more to talk about, right? Like, all the time, especially going to, like, an art school, there's, like, 3,000, like, film majors. They're always asking me, like, what movies I've seen, what TV shows I've been watching. I don't watch any TV, any, like, movies, so I never know, like, what to talk to them about. So I feel like it's a good way to find a common ground with a lot of people. That's weird because I feel like I, I talk to my one friend that's a film major, <clears throat> and I'll ask him, like, hey, dude, what have, you, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And sometimes I think I've seen more movies than he has. I'm like, yo, have you seen this movie? It's so good. It's like, I'm like, this is a beautiful movie, man. Like, you got to watch it. He's like, yeah, I've heard I got to watch it. But he's like busy. So I'm like, okay, so you're not going to watch it. (laughs) But like, I I seriously think I've seen more movies than this guy. And he he knows everything there is about film. He's like, he's put out a couple of like short films just for Mm -hmm. fun and for work, for school. And I'm like, okay, I might know a whole lot less, but I might have experienced more than this guy. And that's the thing with hobbies is there's such a wide or such a large scale of how, how people engage in their hobbies or, like, how invested they are, that, like, it's hard to gauge what it means to each person. Like, there's so many hobbies. Like, people do. There's grown-ass dudes that build Legos. <laughs> but then there's also people, like, so their hobby is, like, looking around my room. Someone's hobby is playing guitar, but someone's hobby is Legos. But everyone's invested in them differently. I know. Sorry, I'm going to open my window. It's really hot in here. Um, oh, there it is. My window's frozen shut. That's how cold it is here. 
It was it was it was felt like minus six the other day. Jesus. Um, holy shit, that's cold. Well, I I personally think I'm done talking about video games. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, let's get into just other if you, hobbies. If you highlight the next, just yeah, we'll go into hobbies. But if you highlight that next topic and right click, look under mm-hmm. delete. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's explore that. No, but other hobbies. We didn't cover enough hobbies. Okay. I, the, the main hobby I wanted to think of because I think it's probably I don't even know if I'd call it a hobby, but it's definitely a lifestyle which could be considered hobbies mm-hmm. as a form of life, lifestyle. Um, is exercise. It's definitely something that I think everyone on this planet should do. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want to be in shape? Why would you not want to be healthy? There was uh, a quote from my friend the other day. They said that... That's a credible source. <laughs> pain is weakness leaving your body. I've heard that. Love that. Love yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. It's... Okay. Do you think... I think I talked about this with my brother recently, or just kind of recently. It was... If you're in a car crash and you're you're nimble, like you know, you're thin, you don't really have any muscle or meat on you, you're you're going to break a bone. But yeah. if you're like you don't have to be a bodybuilder, but you know, you've got some meat on you, you work out, you you can like hold on to the steering wheel really tight, you're going to probably come out of that crash with like a bruise or like a sore shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. Like like there's things like that that make you think like all right, I don't have to invest a lot of time into this thing called exercise to take care of my body and maybe prevent future injuries. Like, yeah. why would you, it's not, it doesn't take a lot to get into it if you start the right way or start young. Whereas like some people, it is really hard if you know, you go down to a bad, healthy, an unhealthy lifestyle for so many years. But like, there's so much that you can benefit from it. Or like, do, okay, do you think if you're getting a tattoo, do you think you're getting a tattoo, but you've got some, some muscle on you? Do you think it's going to hurt as bad as someone with no muscle on them? I don't know. Like, that... There's so many reasons to be healthy, and those are two shitty reasons, but there's re- <laughs> the reasons. <laughs> yeah. Car-, car crash tattoo, those are my reasons. But, <laughs> but they're shitty reasons, but they're reasons. I can't think of a lot yeah. of other great reasons, but I there mean, are. I mean, just mental health. Like, everybody will always say, if you're struggling with, like, mental health, just exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk. Like, great, anything. Great quote for that is, uh, get out of your get off your mind and get into your body. Is if you're if you're freaking out about some something that's going on in your life, it's overwhelming you with anxiety in your mind. Get out of your mind, get into your body. Yeah. Forget about thinking about anything. If you go on a run to the point where you're panting, you're not thinking about the bullshit that's going on in your life. You're thinking, I'm fucking pant like I'm I can't breathe, but I'm running and I feel good and then when you can catch your breath you feel amazing. Yeah. What do you think is the best way to get into exercise for somebody who doesn't ever do anything? literally just showing up if i if someone i've had to create a couple of workout plans for friends and they've said that it's helped them a lot and the first thing i tell them is dude just show up like don't even like like once you like have a plan yeah like plan out what you're gonna do at the gym each day but if you're just gonna like show just show up to the gym you're not gonna go to the gym and start doing some other shit you're gonna eventually figure out that you're gonna go to the treadmill and then you're gonna go on the bike or you're gonna go to the bench press like if you just show up it will happen Mm-hmm. especially if you've got friends like a sports system that you go with i see a ton- i don't like working out with people but when other people come to the gym in groups like two or three two people two to three people in a group they're pushing each other it's motivating yeah if you can find a group and you just show up to the gym every other day you're you're gonna get you're gonna get somewhere for sure i get that especially with running if i have like <clears throat> people to run with definitely helps because you guys are pushing each other to run further faster things like that so um, I might have a different perspective on gym, but how do you think people can get into running? Other than just literally simply running, I found the hardest thing for me when I started to run was like pushing myself past two miles. Like a mile to me was really hard. Once I got to two miles, I was like, okay, I'm moving somewhere, but I could not get past two miles. Like two miles was like my cap. It felt like, how do you get past that? For me, because like out of nowhere, like I think this was when I was in um college of lake county just kind of like chilling for a bit but i didn't i wasn't doing anything i played lacrosse in high school then i just kind of like coasted for two years was working out here and there but that's about it Mm -hmm. um and i was like let's just start running let's do like a 10k or something like that Mm. and i went on a treadmill and i started running like six miles per hour average like jogging pace whatever 10 minutes a mile and i went 
I think a quarter mile and then my shins hurt so bad I like could not walk on them for like the yeah. whole next day just a quarter mile shins suck yeah quarter mile is nothing too and now you're yeah. running so much more yeah so <clears throat> do you ever roll out your shins like with a foam roller or something like that it helps no, a lot I definitely should I just ice them from time to time but it's oh, not doing anything man you gotta move the you gotta move the blood around in your shins um the one thing that's really frustrating though is like you could be training running for example for like three months straight and if you stop it for two weeks you get set back like two months i feel like that's something that could be really discouraging to people um are you saying specifically for running or exercise in general i know for running that i think it's for exercise in general i feel like the decay period for just overall exercising might not be as quickly Maybe, okay, maybe not the decay period where, like, oh, like, you can't you can't squat or bench nearly as much as you could if you didn't work out for, like, a, a, a week or a month. But I know, like, whenever my past two trips from Colorado and Lawrence and then Florida, like, I was gone for a week. I wasn't going to the gym for a week. I, when I got back, it was the hardest thing to, like, go to the gym and push myself to the extent that I was before my trips. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, I know you notice, like, when you, when you don't work out for a week compared to working out every day for months, <clears throat> Like, at the end of that trip, you're like, oh, my God, I feel fat. I feel sluggish. I feel weak. And then when you get back, it takes, like, a week to feel close to what you were feeling before your trip or your vacation, you know, before you destroy your body drinking and eating and everything (laughs) else that goes on vacation. Yeah. Um, Other than working out, Jason, what do you think is the best hobby? There's no best anything. It's what I think is the best. It's what What I think is my favorite I think your own form of art. Um, if you can express yourself through art, I think that's one of the best hobbies. And also, um, you know, releasing anxiety or whatever. Um, I think the forms of art that are most meaningful to me is music and movies. Um, specifically, creating playlists on Spotify is something I love doing. Like, it's, like, such a, like, a specific dull form of art for me compared to, like, the actual, you know, broadness of what music is. But, like, I've got, like, two dozen playlists that, like, I made myself. And it's, it's like, the stupidest titles for what the, the what they're called. But it's what I think is, you know, my expression of art through music. Yeah. And then movies, I've got a list of notes in my phone of all my favorite movies. Movies I want to watch, TV shows, directors, actors, everything. Because I, I like to understand it more the more you understand it the more meaningful it becomes have you ever wanted to get into videography or like cinema yourself i don't like i've thought about it but i think it's just something that i appreciate not something i want to create like i don't have the i don't have the urge to make music or you know make a movie i would love criticizing movies and i love criticizing music which is the worst business to be in art is criticizing other people's work when you can't yeah. do it nearly you can't do anything remotely close to or as meaningful as what the artists are putting out <clears throat> but you know if you can find a form of art that you express yourself through or that you enjoy that's probably there's so many forms of art too like everyone can find a form of art that they can make a hobby out of what do you think you're your favorite hobby is so and i know it's it's gonna be some with art right well you know i was thinking about this earlier while i was working out and i was like if if i want everybody in the world to pick up the same hobby i want everybody to bake bread <laughs> yeah i would expect anything more random from you <laughs> Damn, Listen, if everyone just, like, started creating bread out their ass, like, yo, like so many different variations. Like, you could have, like, cheesy bread. You could have different, like, sweet dessert you know? breads, like sourdough. Like, it's it's just such, a, like, a calming thing. Like, you grow your yeast. Like, it's such a process. I hate the word yeast. Shut up. <laughs> um, um, But that, dude, that's art. Yeah. Anything cooking, that's art. You think so? Dude, if a subway worker is considered a sandwich artist, that's art. Like... <laughs> I feel like it, it depends. If you're following a recipe, I don't think it's art. Um, what creativity true, is going into the process? True. But I, I've followed maybe two recipes in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I never, unless it's baking, because I don't, I can't bake for shit. Yeah. But, like, if it's cooking, I do, I wing it almost every other time. Mm-hmm. Almost every time. Like, 
I'll follow my mom's chili recipe because she's got the best chili. And then my grandma's, uh, she has, I don't know, she has a certain way that she steams lobster and like the process of it. And I'm going to follow that recipe because it's two family recipes and they're great. So why would I change it? But every other time, like everything on my cooking Instagram, uh, at meals by Jace, if you go to that page, everything is basically just off the top of my head. And like, I might look something up on like, like the internet, like, Oh, how long should I cook this for? Like at what temperature or whatever, but like seasonings, I wing that shit every time. Paprika goes well with everything but cereal, I promise. <laughs> but, like, I just think if you're going to get into the kitchen, that's that's a form of creativity. Yeah. Unless, you yeah. know, you're, like, you know, making a fucking sundae and it's just ice cream. <laughs> um, But bread. So t- do you know how to make bread? I have never made bread. My grandma used to have this crazy, like, weave recipe where she grabbed, like, three different loaves and she would, like, weave it up and bake it. It was the greatest, coolest thing. I love to watch her make it. Never tried it myself, but I plan to in the future. Did you um, eat the bread that she made, though? Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, okay. Oh, I bet. Fantastic. Um, okay, is your grandma originally from Europe? No. No, not okay. that grandma. Okay. Because um, I feel like that's just something I would expect from, like, an old lady from Europe. It's like they know how to make their own bread. <laughs> okay um but another hobby that i suggest everybody gets into my dancing oh see dude i love to dance but it's not a hobby that's another weird thing about hobbies is people might love that topic of what you do but it's not a hobby for them i'm not dancing unless i'm drinking i'm at the bar or the club like or like with like my my close friends and, like, I got to be, like, listening to music. I got to be, like, in the zone. I got to be in the mood. Whereas you, you know, dance club president, whatever. I don't know what you were in that <laughs> club. But you, like, you might be more into it because you were more immersed into dancing, surrounded by people that actually loved it. And that's, like. But that's if, art, too. That's expression. If you can comfortably dance in front of strangers, I think that's, like, one of the most yeah. powerful, like, skills yeah when when i was first going to clc right i had never danced like whatsoever like Mm -hmm. and i was so awkward like you're definitely terrible so (laughs) you're definitely terrible i would show up in like a pair of jeans and like a (laughs) shirt everybody else is in like joggers and like flat hats and they're all like b-boy dancing like on the floor (laughs) doing different spins and stuff but, and you're just like, I'm here to learn. Yeah. That's, that's what made it so enjoyable is because you progressed. It was learned so a lot. much fun. And just becoming comfortable in your body. Like, that was a form of, like, confidence. I still don't think I'm good by any means at dancing. I know No, you cool are, because you even taught me. If you can teach someone... And you, like that, like when you talk, what's it called? The baby freeze. The baby freeze. I'm, I'm, I'm imitating it. If you do the baby freeze <laughs> and you can teach someone the baby freeze, you learn something. You got better. Yeah. So. Highly but, recommend. Just get comfortable in your body. Let's get into motivation think, yeah, and confidence, yeah, yeah. Jason. I think motivation comments is a great pass through for the working out too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dancing. So confidence. Some people might be more confident dancing than others. Some people might be more confident going to the gym than others. You know, with their body in their body, like their role with their in their life, how confident they are. Yeah. And I think a problem. I experienced this problem personally, and I think it's a problem for a lot of people in our generation, is they rely on confidence from things other than, like, their own self-motivation. Like, myself, and I know just from, like, other conversations with others, like, friends or people at the gym, or I've seen, like, TikToks about it, too, is people are not confident unless they go to the gym. Like, there's some people that go to the gym so much that they cannot get themselves out of bed or like do what they need to do that day unless they went to the gym or unless they went for the run or unless they danced in the morning like they need that that push which is fine it's fine to get like everyone run like a lot of people run in the morning before they go to work or whatever but you shouldn't have to rely on it and i think a lot of people rely on it now yeah um, like do you do you, don't you think like if you were gonna if you knew you had a test one day do you think you would perform better or worse if you went for a run an hour before the test? 100% better. 100%. Absolutely. But why are some people capable of going to that test without running or without working out and still doing better than you? They might be more confident. It might be just because they studied more, 
Yeah. But they also might be more confident in themselves, and that comes from their own self-confidence or they might have a mental illness or whatever. Yeah. I think just social media sucks, man. Dude, it's toxic. Like, it sucks, there, but I'm on it. So there, actually, I delete. I deleted Instagram two days ago. Hey, I haven't looked at it. Even meals by Jace, you just plugged your Instagram. Oh, dude, I know. <laughs> I literally just plugged my Instagram, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't have it though anymore. So, you know, two days ago, so I'm about to have the hardest semester of all of college. So I was like, I I need to get off it. I deleted Instagram, TikTok, and I go on Twitter, but like very like casually, and like I'll read a couple things, and I'm done. Yeah. I don't I don't get like when they're on Twitter you reach a dead end and you can't see anymore like I don't go looking for more stuff whereas TikTok and Instagram is endless it does yeah. not end there's mm-hmm. no like Facebook too but I don't ever I'm not sucked into Facebook at all I could care less about what's on Facebook because grandma took over Facebook and then, <laughs> uh, but like if you if you get stuck on Instagram for an hour two hours you're like why did I just do that like I have a test tomorrow I have shit to do like I have work I have to go to the gym why did I just do that and then you regret it so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I deleted it. I'm going to see how long I can go without it. I, pr- I honestly see myself downloading TikTok before I d- re-download Instagram. I know okay. you're on TikTok, <laughs> but dude, it's so it's so perfectly catered to you, your sense of humor, your personality, that every time you log on, you're like, damn, I just love that so much. It's so enjoyable. Whereas Instagram, it's like, oh, Becky got new like shoes. Like, who gives a fuck? Like you following, dude. <laughs> not Becky didn't get new shoes. Becky went on vacation. Becky went yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Bahamas. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I don't. Why I don't I don't care what Becky does. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've struggled is going into an art field. I need social media. Like oh yeah, you do. Like I for a lot of like job applications, I need to post my LinkedIn, my Instagram. If I have like an art station, yeah. I need well, all you've got your avenues. you've got your art Instagram, and I'm I wouldn't doubt that like you need to keep posting on there if you're gonna want to continue in your job market search yeah. or like LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I don't why LinkedIn though for you, other than LinkedIn other than is... having your credentials, but that's all on your resume. Isn't everything on LinkedIn also on your resume? Mostly, that's my yeah. problem with LinkedIn. Like, I get LinkedIn; it's for networking in a professional workspace, but like everything on your profile is probably on your resume. But let's say if a recruiter is looking for a technical director, they can search for technical directors and like a search yeah, box, true. and your profile is going to come up. Whereas you might not; they might not have your resume on file. Yeah. They definitely don't have they your definitely resume don't. file. <laughs> that's that's a good part don't. about it, but. Like I can't but, just down or delete Instagram. I don't, imagine being like that person that just like logs on to LinkedIn and they're like, I did this at work today. It's like I don't care. Yeah. Like but LinkedIn LinkedIn's definitely good. Um yeah. it's it's something that is super helpful for professionals. But sometimes I hate I hate the way schools talk. Does your school talk about LinkedIn? A little bit. A little bit. So in in my school, for at least in the business program, oh, someone just buzzed my door. I hope someone can open that. <laughs> um, you have to talk about LinkedIn in your professional classes and like how it impacted you. I'm gonna go open my door. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. What's going on, Jason? Welcome back to the What's show. What's up? Hello. Okay, I'm here. Let's go. So LinkedIn sucks. Okay. All right, Continue. someone's in my house. No, I just don't like, like, ugh, they talk about LinkedIn as if it's going to impact your career in a great way, whereas I get it's an essential, like, part of, like, building your professional repertoire or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, they talk about it like, oh, if you don't have LinkedIn, like, you need to, like, you need to post your, like, job credentials on LinkedIn and, like... I don't know. You can add badges. Have you ever seen that? People have badges on LinkedIn. Yeah. Like I had to do a thing in my class where I got a grit badge and it's like, oh, is my new employer going to hire me because I have a badge versus <laughs> one other guy that doesn't? Like it's it's just a pretty – it's a pretty aspect of it. Like it adds a little – adds a adds a bazang to it and no one cares. Mm-hmm. At least I don't care. 
<laughs> there's like because when i talk to professors like one-on-one like hey like once i graduate how am i finding this job right mm-hmm. and they're like post on linkedin everything that you're doing tag it with the specific tags you're going for a job for because all the recruiters are on linkedin and they're going to be searching those exact tags and if they see your work they're going to go to your profile that's how you get the job so i think we're just in completely different shoes then because i i yeah. completely believe that that's really important for you but my, my LinkedIn consists of my, my job history, um, my major, what I'm studying, what I want to be involved, like what I want to make my career, what yeah. I want to make of it. And like, it's not like I have a portfolio like you, it's not like, at least maybe some people do in the business field, but like, I don't mm-hmm. actually, no, I don't see why you would have a portfolio in the business field unless it's like finance. But like, if you have a portfolio in finance, you probably already have a job. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What was this topic from? Motivation, confidence. Yeah, we're going off of motivation, confidence. But <clears throat> there's what seven billion people. That was at least the number like three years ago. Last time, look at how many if, people there are. If you go, I have it. Uh, it's called Worldometer. I have it right here. Um, right now, current world population seven billion eight hundred forty-one million five hundred twenty-three thousand seven hundred sixty-two sixty-three sixty-four sixty-five. Yeah, it's crazy, going up. Crazy, dude. Because we're we live in such a competitive world right now. Like everything's mm-hmm. moving so quickly that it's it's just terrifying, right? And yeah, if you are in the top, let let's say just America, there's roughly three hundred million people who live in America. If you're in the top one percent of like Americans at a certain thing. That means that there's still 3 million people who are better than you at that skill, which is such a damaging Which sucks because statistic. you're like, 3 million? Like, I'm nothing. Yeah. But but you got to realize the capital, like, like how much how much there is going on in America. Like, you might think that, like, oh, in my town, I can't find a job. Well, bro, there's, you know, th- tens of thousands of other towns in the country, cities, you know, like, you could, I mean, there's a high-paying job in cornfields in nebraska probably for you not you but someone <laughs> and you just don't know it you just like i don't yeah it's it's on it's not encouraging to think about how many people there are that are better than you in the world but if everyone really had that sad. if everyone had that mentality of how many people are better than me i know there's millions of people better <laughs> than me every day like yeah. hell i'm like there's a ton but <clears throat> no one should have that mindset thinking about everyone that maybe it, this this kind of leads to what i was talking about earlier kind of um if you're thinking everyone is better than you versus I'm better than everyone, like who would you rather be friends with? Not I'm better than everyone, but like I'm I'm good. Like I'm not a bad person. Sorry, sorry, run run the first one by me. Again. So would you rather be friends with someone that's got a mentality of like mm, everyone's like so much better than me, I'm nothing in this world, or someone that's like, you know, I'm doing good for myself. Like I'm happy with where I am. Number two, number per- two. Person that's happy. And the question that I wrote down in our notes is, what if everyone tried to be less shitty? A lot of people wake up every day and they're just in a bad fucking mood. And it sucks. Like, if people... Trying to find a good gateway to this. If people... I think the people that wake up and try to be good versus less shitty are kind of similar to the people that try to be better than everyone or like that think that everyone's better than rather than everyone that they're better than. I think everyone should try to be less shitty because if you're going to be someone that is like, oh, every day I got to wake up and be better than this guy versus, you know what, just be less shitty because chances are that guy's a shithead too. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people have bad mentalities and bad mindsets every day. If you just try to be a little bit less shitty or, or have a, you know, happier face, put on a smile, don't be so down all the time. Life's you ever, hard. You ever watch Hamilton? Is that the play? Yeah. No, I have not. There's a quote in there from Aaron Burr, which is not a very good person in Hamilton, per se. Uh, but like they're a villain. He has he has a a quote that says, "Talk less, smile more." I love that. I love that. Right. I like that. Um, but the the thing not enough people smile. Like, it's it's not. I feel like having a emotional intelligence is so important. Like being able to control your emotions. Like, I don't every- think it's even control. It's it's having an emotion, which is EQ. 
Mm. Like I think I've always tried to sorry to kind of cut you off, but I always think yeah. that EQ is so much more important than IQ in like society being able to like understand people like you know like understanding why they're doing what they're doing or like you feel like you can relate to them that's eq versus you know you and your fucking long division <laughs> i'm kidding but <laughs> like no yeah emotional intelligence is huge yeah and it's it's an, i think it's attractive someone with a high emotional intelligence Ooh, Jason. <laughs> it is, dude. It yeah, is someone totally that's totally agree. And confidence too. Like if you're just someone that can like hey, I'm gonna go see a comedy show by myself tonight. That's confidence. You're confident yeah. to just go out on your own, do something new alone by yourself. You don't need other people to, you know, amp you up. Confidence and emotional intelligence is sexy. That's see, that gets into like every a lot of like relationships, whether it be platonic, whatever, um, I, I never like open up with people because Shit. just like when That's you don't drink, <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like when you express like a darker side or like a bad side about you, you're vulnerable. You're, you, I feel uh, it's like if you're always sending good vibes out all the time, 24 seven, like a flipping laser, right? You kind are, of are, bro. You're kind of that wants to be around you, but oh second, no, you're right. The second, like, you are just bringing up sad shit, like, people just don't want to be sad. We live in 2021. There's enough sad shit going on. Like, uh, Yeah, dude, no, you're, you're 100% right, because I've got two people that come to mind right away that I both know at school. They're just downers, bro. Like, every day, it's, ugh, like, I'm, I'm not going to even say it, because it would give it away who it is, but, like, <laughs> it's, like, cheer up. Fuck off. Like, like stop making me sad because you're sad. Like yeah. I, I'm sorry if if shit's hard, but like maybe there's like please. There's uh, therapy, therapy. There's there's exercise. <laughs> like mm -hmm. like uh, where where was I going? It was try to try to be humble about it. If like your life could still suck, if you don't tell anyone and you overcome it, you're humble. Bitch, be humble. Like. You're going to come out of there so much happier. You're going to come out of this little rut that you're in. And people are going to be more impressed with your achievements if you did it in silence rather than complaining the whole time. Yeah. And sadness. Now, yeah. Go ahead. Getting on that, just just to be on the record, we're not saying, like, you have depression, bottle it up, don't talk to people. Talk yeah, to no. the right people. Talk to professionals. Yeah. Talk to your family. Oh, right? no. I, I, okay. I should Yeah. No, you're 100% right. I shouldn't have mm -hmm. said do it in silence i should say don't don't press your your sadness onto others like mindlessly without like try to be progressive about it mm -hmm. like if you're gonna tell me like oh today like work sucked i did bad on a test also i didn't get to go to the gym like it was just a bad day i'm gonna say all right like what can you how can you do better next time and if they come back with me with like a response like all right you're right i can i can change something versus nothing like versus like when they're just like I can't do anything better. I'm doing everything I can. You're not doing everything you can. No one's doing everything they can. Yeah. I slept in till like ten today, and then I laid on my phone for a certain amount of hours after I got my shit done. I could have done better today. Everyone can do better every day. Absolutely. Totally agree. Hmm. Confidence. Confidence. Confidence is hard though, especially nowadays. On a completely unrelated note, Jason, cats or dogs, man. <laughs> Fuck, bro! I'm actually bro? so I'm interested in this topic because I've I'm dogs for life. Go goaded by all the dog. Every time I see a dog, I'm like, I I think I'm a dog and I can talk to him. I'm like, oh, who's a good boy? Oh, what's your name? Oh, who are you? And me, and my brother, and my dad, and my mom are all the exact same way. We have this weird connection with dogs. But that little puffball fuck stick outside my door meowing is like the light of my life every day like she puts a smile on my face and i would never have said that until i lived with a cat living with mm -hmm. a cat makes you love cats but like if you're just someone that like your friend's got a cat you go over that little shithead is probably running around being a little douche or like hiding those cats that hide that you never see they're the worst but like what, if you have an cat? actual yeah you don't <laughs> even know that they live there like i think that wendy remember wendy like was that cat was cat? yeah that was the fat cat because yeah, yeah. I only ever knew that cat because it was so fat that it couldn't move. So, like, but, like, there's other cats that, like, live in the basement that you've never seen. Like, I could have a friend of, like, 10 years probably. And then, like, they tell me, like, their cat died. And I'm like, you had a cat? 
Like it's crazy, but like you know when someone's got a dog, you know yeah. every time because they those fuckers bark when you come in or they lick you or they're happy to see you or whatever. But I think if you're gonna judge whether or not you like cats or dogs, ask yourself if you lived with a cat. Probably haven't. Jason, we're gonna go through this. We're gonna we're gonna say that you like dogs because you did exclaim. I, oh, that, I, that I you are a dog person. I, still, I, I agree dogs. with you, hundred percent. Yeah. That dogs but are superior. Have but you we're lived gonna, with a cat? I'm gonna play devil's advocate. For a minute okay. here and okay. you gotta tell me why cat or why dogs are better than cats um well since you just said for my last topic if you're someone that's happy people want to be around you you ever seen a happy cat no you have not cat all cats are cunts and whereas all <laughs> dogs most dogs if they're between the ages of puppy to like eight they've got some energy you've they're they're happy unless they've got a rough pass but like rough pass no pun intended <laughs> but like if it's a dog dude they're happy you want to be around a happy animal versus a little shithead but shitheads can be funny and the dogs are happier to be around they're they're more intimate they'll cuddle they will probably be happy to see you when i went home for break i was gone for like three weeks or whatever and I come back, Jinx, the cat, looks at me like I like was gone for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Whereas if you don't see your dog for like an hour, literally an hour, you come home, they're ecstatic to see you. They, It's never been a better day in their life than the, time, than the day you walk through the door. <laughs> it's insane. Whereas a cat could not care less. And that's why, because I want to have that connection with the dog versus the usual connection with the cat. Okay. And... Do you, okay, your does your dog get happy to see you when you come home? Absolutely. And now, you love it, I bet. Let me tell you, what if, right? Well, let me ask, what takes more work? What takes more effort to take care of a cat or to take care of a dog? Dog. dog. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's it, because not everyone has time to take care of a dog. But I bet if you have the money to take care of a cat, you probably have the you have the time to take care of a cat. Because it takes a whole 20 seconds to fill their, their water bowl and food bowl and a whole 30 seconds to clean out their litter box. And that's it. That's yeah. literally it. <laughs> like, Dogs, you have to tra- walk them, I feel like there's a lot out, more training that goes so in, much in more general. Training. You know, all, like, cats are just nat- – they naturally know where to go for the litter box. We didn't have to train Jinx to use the litter box. That's she crazy. literally – we put the litter box down, and she took a shit in it right away. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even have to think about it. She goes, that's where I shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dog, my mom, when she got Max, she, he, he shit on the floor, like, last week, and he's, like, nine months. <laughs> like, like, I, like, dogs take a lot more training. Yeah. But that might be why they're the better dog. It's more investment. The more you invest in something – better it is i think for people who are more time conscious maybe and aren't as affectionate towards people or things i feel like a cat might be better suited for them now question lizards or cats my brother just got a tegu which is going to grow to be four and a half feet large he could walk it on a leash and it doesn't shed you know, he doesn't have to take care of all of that. I would hope it doesn't shed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it sheds its skin. Just, so there, yeah, I was going to say, that. wait, it does it's, shed. It's, it it's like its one skin. big clump at a time. You don't have that's, to, like, grab hair disgusting. off the couch or anything. I would rather pick up hair than skin. <laughs> but wouldn't it be cool to have, like, a huge lizard? Four and a half feet just, like, chilling on you? I'm terrified of snakes, so my automatic reaction is no, because most reptiles freak me out, except for, like, little, like, tiny lizards, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, do you think you would want... Like, okay, does it have a cage? Like, is it just, does yeah, it just yeah, roam yeah. around, right? I mean, it's only, like, probably, like, 10 to 12 inches right now. So, yeah. it is in a cage, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I gotta say cats because I've never lived with a lizard or a reptile of any kind, and I don't really want to. But that's kind of hard to say, considering I didn't want to live with a cat, but now I love it. True. I think I would prefer a cat. Just because, like, my brother's, like... Has me all Will ever owned a cat? I know he's had, he has dogs, right? We we, we grew up with a cat when we were really, really young, but she, I think we had to put her down before we oh. really like built up a connection Dude, with her. that's enough. Okay, how long does the lizard uh, live? Do you know? I think like 15 years probably. See, dude, cats live for like 20 years too. I'm not saying that the, the argument is between cats and lizards. I'm just saying, yeah. bro, some dogs live like eight years. Like mm-hmm. those 100-pound dogs, they're, they're gone in eight years. Yeah. 
Whereas cats, like, so the cat that we that lives with me is my roommate's cat, but he, so he got her when he's twenty two. He's gonna have that cat when he's like forty, probably. That's insane. His That's kids are gonna know the cat. Thing. It's gonna be weird. He's gonna he's gonna yeah. tell his kids, yeah, I had this cat in college. Like, it's it's exciting. Whereas like, his, if he got a dog today, his kids wouldn't know his dog. Well, yeah. there's probably not. I, just, I wouldn't think so. Um, <clears throat> this lizard, I'm the tegu, though. When it's full grown, it has a stronger bite force than a pit bull, like a full grown pit bull. That's crazy because pit bulls are, they got strong jaws. And it has the same reaction with like an alligator. See, I don't want an animal that can hurt, hurt someone. I know it won't hurt me. Maybe a lizard. I don't know. Actually, a lizard. I wouldn't trust a lizard. It it depends on like how you train it and everything. But like Will's feeding it like worms and stuff. And it like grabs the worm and like swings its neck really quick. And the worm just rips in half and like flies across the cage. It's terrifying. Can't wait for it. See, but there's dogs that can do that too. Like Pipples can do that. Dobermans can do that. German Shepherds can do that. A lot of dogs can do that. But like I just I trust those little fur balls more than I trust those scaly fuckers. But would you ever want to get a lizard? Like, if do you I, think, like, when you move out of school and you're on your own, do you think you'd be like, oh, I might as well get a lizard, fuck it. If I got a lizard, I would want something big. Like, I would want, like, like a crocodile or, like, a caiman. You like, lost I, I'd me. Want, I'd want, <laughs> you lost me. I'd want to go, like, full-grown, like, nuts shit with it. Um, mm. But, yeah. I think lizards are cool. But, like, I, I, I don't see the appeal of, like, petting a lizard. I don't know enough about lizards. Yeah. My brother just shows me, like, ten videos every Sunday about them. But they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. They seem interesting. Well, um, I think we what we figured was it goes dogs greater than sign, cats greater than sign, lizards. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty close with the cats and lizards, though. I do I'm, think cats I'm are not... cute, but, yeah. Um... Jason, what's the best instrument to play? Hmm. You know, I think every single topic we posted is fully preference. It's just all preference. But uh... <laughs> no, this is a right or wrong answer, Jason. I think definitive. I think the most like universal instrument is probably piano. If you mm-hmm. learn a piano, you probably have a lot easier time learning a lot of other instruments. But um, I think the coolest instrument to play. Harmonica. No, I'm kidding. Not harmonica. <laughs> uh, dude, I think drums are sick. Like, not just because I used to play, but like, it's the only it's the only instrument where you gotta like put some power into it. Like, obviously, you get sweaty on stage if you're playing any instrument, but like, you gotta yeah. like hit. You gotta hit something hard. Like, what other instrument does that that isn't a percussion, which is drums? That's true. The one, th- the biggest problem I have about drums, right? Like, my brother would play, he had his drum kit in the basement. How big it is, and you gotta lug it around. It's just not a solo instrument. No, like, if so I'm true. eating cereal so in the morning, and I just hear him crash in Avenged Sevenfold on the drums, like, that's not enjoyable. But you know what's funny? is It's one of the most essential instruments for any band. Absolutely. It probably is. I think it is the most essential instrument. But, no, you're right. I, I would rather learn, I'd rather fully learn uh, guitar because it's probably the most mobile instrument. Mm-hmm. You can bring that shit to to the to the wreck or something, you know, and like impress some girls. <laughs> <laughs> and versus I'm not going to lug around a drum set or a keyboard and play for people. Yeah. Like if if you okay, you don't know someone plays like drums or piano until you're like walking around or like a piano presents itself and they're like, "Oh, let me play something." You're like, "Shit, you play?" Mhm. And versus like guitar, it's like people can just easily show you like, oh, they play guitar. Like I, I've seen you play. I've seen Sergey play. My mom, my uncle, a lot of friends play guitar. And you know, because it's such a mobile instrument, it's probably the most common played instrument in America. Yeah. Or actually maybe piano. Wait, recorder? Oh, we all played recorder. <laughs> You're Mike on the fourth recorder? Grade. Mike is pretty nasty Mike, that what was that like rap song he learned on the recorder? It was like <laughs> Travis Scott song or someone else. I forget. Oh, what is the most played instrument? I'm guessing guitar. Piano. Really? And actually, I don't doubt it. Piano, then guitar, then violin, then drums. What? Then saxophone. That's I was top just five. thinking even like entry level, like buy price, a piano, like keys. You but dude, that's the thing. Cheap. Pianos get passed down for years and years and years. Those are thousands of dollars though. Those I know. Crazy. You've seen the big piano at my mom's, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Like she's had that since like 
I think like 1999, like <laughs> for when I was born. So she's had it for 21 years versus like mm-hmm. most guitars won't last that long unless you like really maintain it. Yeah. Like you could like you just have, all you have to do for piano is get it tuned. Whereas like guitars get worn out, don't they? They wear down after mm-hmm. 10, 20 years. Broken strings and everything. Yeah. So. Especially um, acoustics. Acoustics are high maintenance, aren't they? I don't know. Or, had, or no, actually, no. Years. Maybe electric is more requires more maintenance. But I think the coolest instruments. What is what's the category like like of what saxophone and trumpet is? Brass. What's that? Is that brass? Yeah. Yeah. I think those are kind of the most impressive instruments because it's it's all you got to like sing into an instrument technically. I, it's such a bizarre process. It's such a weird process. Did, did you play trumpet back in like middle school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you both played trumpet. You're just yeah. buzzing with your lips. It's so yeah. bizarre. Have you tried to blow into a trumpet since? It's no. hard as fuck. It's hard. I, don't want to. I did it once and I sounded like shit. It was literal dog shit coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, dude, if I could learn saxophone, that's Sax- what like saxophone is a cool instrument. Like, those jazz clubs, that one dude that just shreds saxophone like it's his job. It's a sexy nuts. sax. Yeah. Um, Wor- all-time worst instrument? Oh, man. I think it's it's got to be something that's... Po- maybe harmonica? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have my harmonica in my drawer. Don't you get it? <laughs> I think it's got it's to gotta be something that is popular, but just doesn't sound good. Or maybe... It's really hard to learn, so a lot of times when people play it, it sounds poorly. Um, according to Google, harp is the worst instrument, and it's because not everyone can play harp. You need a specific type of hands to play the harp. And then second is trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But I don't doubt it that harp is weird. Like, how, you know, I, I could probably, like, remember a lot of people that played trumpet and, like, violin in high school. But harp, I don't know, harp, a soul those are that the plays huge harp. things, right? Yeah, where you literally, you're, like, hugging an instrument, which yeah. is the same with, like, bass. But, like, your, ra- your arms are wrapped around it, and it's weird. Like, mm-hmm. you're only touching, it's weird because you're probably only touching, like, 15% of the harp with your fingers. Yeah. Right? Or 20, 30%. Whereas guitar, your fingers touch the whole thing, the whole time. Um, I do have to say piano is by far the superior best instrument. It, I, it's probably just like the, oh, I don't even know how to put it in terms. Just going into like, can you play future? Absolutely not. One of my roommates could play, but what is so nice about it is you could, I think it's one of the it. most beautiful, beautiful instruments. Yeah. And if you could learn like just regular, like grand piano that transfers into a keyboard and with the electronic keyboard, you could plug in literally like you could have it output the sound of a guitar and you could literally play any instrument on a keyboard now. That's true. So yeah, I feel like there's just there's so like amplifiers that it. you can But like what's cool about all electronic instruments now, like yeah, piano, you can there's all like those synths or whatever that you can add to piano and and a lot of like de- most DJs know to play the piano also, like cuz mm-hmm. they use piano to create a lot of their songs. Or not DJs, producers, you know. And uh but electric drum kits is there's electric drum kits that have that can match every tone of how a drum of how a drum like each drum or cymbal is tuned how it sounds and you can make your electric drum kit sound exactly how you want it versus if you do that with an actual wooden drum set it's going to take a long time to get it changed however you want each piece to sound on its own yeah but yes piano superior my mom's played the piano since she was nine years old and i can vouch that it's I actually used to hate when she would play because it would just be like annoying in the house. But now, like I hear it, and I'm like, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> let's do one last segment before we go. We're gonna skip on Zach Efron today, Jason. What's the strength right. finder you were talking about? Hmm. So, my father got me this book for Christmas. I've got it right here. My top five strength strength finder. Two point There was a there was a Ooh. 1.0. It's by Tom Rath. And it's, it's like been around for a while, but, um, they build on it. They build on it a lot based on like, let me try to like make you experience it without reading the book real quick. Yeah. Can you name five of your strengths and tell me a short reasons why that is a, a strength of yours? Are Maybe just give me three. You don't only give me three. 
Are we? Are these like personality strengths? It, no, it can't like be a skill. It can't be I'm a good artist. It can't be I'm a good drawer or like three D animating. It cannot be a skill or talent. Tell me a strength. A strength here. I'll I'll read a few off just for you to get an idea of what a strength would be. Thank you. Um, I'll just pick five random ones. One of them is communication. So that would be like you don't have a problem. Not not just like talking like in a professional setting, but you don't have a problem communicating others your feelings, your like what you want to do, like things about yourself also. Um focus. You're able to focus without getting distracted. That type of stuff. Positivity, I think that's one of your strengths, honestly. I'm just gonna throw that right there. You can stay positive regardless of the circumstances. And oh, I actually this is one of the last ones. I don't even know this was on here, but woo. What? W O O. Woo! <laughs> is that that's like uh, does that mean like charm? Bro, I got no idea what that is. Okay, I don't know, but though like or consistency, communication, positivity, you know, responsibility. Those are those are some skills or some strengths. Sorry. Okay, so I'll say I'm positive. When I was working at Taco Bell, people used to think I was literally like a psychopath. Like how you I you were a stay, robot. I remember. Like, fucking. Like super positive. It sounded like you're a robot, but it was times. like a good. It was a good way. Yeah. Um. So positivity. I don't know if creativity would be on there, but I, feel I think like no, I, it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I always just have things going on. Like I'm never like bored or tired or don't know what to do. Like I'm always working on like different projects. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably not the right way to say this, but almost like um. Let me let me think of a, a good word. Okay. To counteract the bad word with it um like positive manipulation right Mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm I'm good at being able to talk to people maybe it just goes into communication like convincing yeah convincing okay yeah you are you definitely are because there's been times where like you call me up and i just i instantly shut you down but give it three (laughs) minutes of just asking the question 10 more times and i'm i'm with you (laughs) you're relentless that might be a that might be a strength. It's not in the book, but relentless, relentlessness. Yep. Um. So you're so you were able to identify some of your strengths, which is really good, because most people, like, if you ask them, they're like clueless. They're like, uh, like most people actually mistake strengths for talents. That's a whole chapter in the book. Is like, yeah, you cannot tell someone that one of your strengths is I can bench two hundred pounds, like. <laughs> It's on your resume, though, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but like you can't like not not even just like actual like strengths like pushing, but yeah. like uh like one of your strengths like I know you're you you can code in other languages. That's not a strength. That's a yeah. skill that you've developed. But you can develop specific skills and talents. Or no, talents aren't talents aren't developed. Talents are kind of parts of strengths. That's the part. Yes, strengths and talents are similar, but skills are developed through specific types of talents that you have. So one of your strengths is the reason that you were able to develop your coding languages so easily versus I'm pretty sure if I tried to learn a coding language, it would take me a lot longer than it probably took you just because there's certain strengths that you that you possess that I don't. Whereas same goes for me, I might possess certain strengths that you don't. But so the book kind of builds off how to market those strengths and how to like Realize the strengths that you have and what they can do for yourself and what they can do for others. There's a whole other – when you finish the book – I'm not finished, but um, – because you have to take the test. It's at the back of the book, and it says everything else that comes with what you bought, which is the book. You get to take the test, and it also tells you how to – I haven't even read it yet, but we kind of just did it – is how to have a discussion with someone about strengths. How to have a discussion with someone about how to develop their strengths and realize their strengths. And then the whole other part of the book is weaknesses also. So like – if you can, a lot, one of the questions on the test was, um, are you someone that can easier, easily identify your weaknesses or your strengths? And or, I'll have you answer that first. Do you think you're better identifying weaknesses or strengths? Personally, I yeah. think I'm better at identifying strengths. I think the average person is better at identifying weaknesses. You're 100% right. And I was going to say, because you did develop your, you did point out your strengths very easily versus I, that's why my dad got me this is because I talk about like personal development with my dad sometimes. And so he got me this and, um, it, it definitely has helped so far. Maybe me, help me be more aware of maybe not my strengths specifically, but like how important it is to know your strengths and use those strengths to develop more skills. But 
I think the part of the book that is the weirdest is talking about weaknesses because it's the exact opposite of what you want to know, but you might be able to pick out certain strengths that you have because of the weaknesses. I, I can't find it right now, but there's a part of the book that says, like, if this is one of your weaknesses, then this might be one of your strengths. It probably most likely is. Oh, I wish I could find it fast, but I'm probably not going to be able to. But... And there's also a lot of, like, cool topics that they bring up. Like, let's see. They talk about Rudy Rudiger. Have you seen the movie Rudy? No. It's the dude from Notre Dame. He was, like, 5'6 or 5'7. But he worked his ass off, and he played, like, one down of college football in four years. And versus, like, Joe Montana, who also played in Notre Dame, uh, just has a natural talent for football, but also invested just as much time as Rudy Rudiger. But that's why Joe Montana wanted to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time is because he not only put in the time, but he had the natural talent. So it's a scale. So there's natural talent is a scale of 1 to 5, and natural natural, uh, time investment is 1 to 5. So if you're on 5 on talent and investment, you're at 25, you're the best quarterback of all time, whereas Rudy Rudiger was a a 1 in talent and a 5 in investment. So he was still shitty, regardless he worked just as hard as Joe Montana, arguably. And it goes a lot into, like, you need to realize the strengths that you're going to develop. And, like, you're not – you don't want to invest time. While they, okay, I know I keep kind of moving off topic, but that's that was my favorite part of the book was it tells you stop trying to be good at math. If you're not good at math, stop trying to be so good at math. Like, yeah, you should know basic math, but if it's not one of your strengths, don't go be an accountant. Why the fuck would you go and be an accountant when you automatically struggle with math? Okay, We're, I I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, Everybody no, people should, should know math. People to should learn more and more. People, math, yeah, okay, no, no, I don't. It doesn't say stop trying to learn math. <laughs> it says if you're bad at math, why do you keep trying to learn more math? Know the basics. Yeah, don't be an idiot. But like, if you're bad at math, you might be better at writing. Go write a book. Don't go try to do people's taxes. Like. Like, don't invest time into something that you're naturally bad at. Invest time into something that you're naturally good at because your your horizon for, for a strength versus a weakness is so much higher. So, Jason, what I was wondering about, like, the book is there's the strengths portion in there. But is it saying that these strengths are innate abilities that you're born with? Like, if we're going from a psychological point of view? Not technically born with, but, like, like there's – okay, would you think that maybe, like – your natural ability for art and math is somewhat genetic or do you think it's because of how you were raised or how you were how how you were mm. yeah like okay that's my question is do you think you were raised differently and that's why you were so invested in math and art or do you think it was just something that clicked in your head along the way and it was just like like something fired and that's why we're going from a psychological, like nature versus nurture. Do you know the psychology behind it? I'm just, I don't. Do you? Well, the, not. This isn't like anything that I've studied, but like from in psychology, you look at a lot of like traits, uh, like developmental and behavioral traits, as if it's um, nature, as if it is genetic, or if it's nurture, it's like a learned behavior you got from like the society around you. And I think all these strengths are a hundred percent nurture, zero percent nature. I think that there's always something that you've gone like through. You've oh, okay. No, I agree. Life. Yeah, I don't think that anybody's born and they're just they're deficient in math. Like there might be some sort of like mental handicap that they. Well, have, there's but, dyslexia. Like, yeah, but it's not like. But I know my friend who's the film major from way back earlier in this talk. Um, he was diagnosed with dyslexia when he was like a infant or child, like you know, really young. And he just continued to read so much that he he basically overcame it. Like, he can read a book a day, probably, if he wanted to. Whereas, like, I, I would lose my attention span in an hour or two in a book, and he could just sit there and read all day. But originally, he had a really hard time reading, but then he just read so much that he kind of overcame it. And he might have been the same with math. I don't know. We haven't talked about the writing part. But some people are dyslexic with numbers and some people are dyslexic with words, right? Yeah. There's like different spectrums in different ways. Yeah. But, but he over he overcame it, which is crazy because, yeah, maybe he did have a deficiency at first, but like now it's a strength. Yeah. So I don't think it should – yeah, you're right. It's not really something between nature and nurture, but I don't think it matters. 
the the thing that matters is do you have the strength or not. True. But, There's so many. One the 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 one thing when somebody asks you what you want to do with your life. Oh if yeah. You're 20 years old or older. Mm, you yeah. should be able to answer that question. Oh. Really? You think if, so? Oh, like what do you want in life? It could change. Once you lock in this answer, it's not like that's it. But I know so many people where I'm like, what do you what do you want to do? If you have I know some people that have no fucking clue and they're older than me. If you can live your perfect life right now, what does it look like? I don't and, have a I know what I want to do. I know I know what my life looks like, but I don't know what my career is. I feel like that's something everybody should know. No. I think it depends because people that have a certain like you're you're on your path for technical director, right? Yeah. Is I don't think title? that's not like my ideal. That's not my perfect. Okay, what's your perfect? Real quick. There's a few. Other um, than male, male points there. Jason, that's can't have that can't have that on the pod, buddy. Um, so, travel artist. There's like a bunch of like huge like business ventures. See, like, where... dude, that's unrealistic. Why is that unrealistic? Do you mean like someone that just travels and draws? How about it's a team of individuals that is part of a charitable nonprofit business that's funded by huge thousand, um, for, like uh. Fortune, 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 like 500 companies, like let's say Starbucks or something, they're throwing these huge dollars so they could have like huge murals and these low. Um, yeah. So like okay. they're basically just paying for my travel while I go and like paint murals around town. Like that's something that's possible. But it's there's... possible, but it's very, it's not probable. It's very small probability that that happens or that. Sorry to break it to you. No, so, no. Okay, I, totally I, I have, I have a, I have a, a dream. I guess, I guess it would be. Owning a gym in a warm climate and, you know, helping people better their better themselves, better their bodies, and being happy with family. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I know that the important part to me is happy family. Like, you know, like, happy wife, happy life, happy kids, everything. But, like, I don't, I don't think we're – I don't think a job – I don't think – that's the thing. Okay, we have a different perspective on it because my, yeah. job, my job is not going to solidify my happiness in the rest of my life. It might be, like, a certain foundation of, like – where I go in life and like where I end up in like the country, you know, but I don't think I'm like, Oh dude, if I, if I can't, if I can't own a gym, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like if I can't, if I can't be a chef, I'm not like, that'd be another, that's like top three for me is being a culinary chef. Like mm-hmm. that would be sick. That'd be awesome. But I'm not going to bum about it if that doesn't happen. But see, that's the thing. Like you have you think- a list of different things that you would love to do. Like these are huge different aspirations. And you, but you maybe could, I'm just not as passionate about it as, as I say I am. You could shoot for whatever you want to do, but there's people who go I, and they're working at McDonald's. Like they're like 22. Like that's yeah. great, but you have to want that for yourself. Like you won't be no, happy. No if that's one not wants. What you want. No, no one wants that. Right. So no, but do not everyone has the means of of doing that but a lot of people don't know of the means that they have available to them if you true have but under... still dude if you're if you're someone that has to work like 50 60 hours a week to provide for yourselves or family or whoever dude you don't have the means of living your dream that's just a fact yeah but, but like, you could think of dreams within your means then maybe maybe true, you want but that's to not be a dream the... that's not a dream then if you're limiting it into your own means debatable it's a dream. It's a dream for yourself based on the limits that you're set at. But why Why would you – that's just – because you know there's more. You know there's yeah. more given you exclude your limitations. And that's what sucks, I think people that can, that, can, that can sit around at McDonald's but they're smart people and like they can articulate themselves. People that can articulate their, their words and emotions and thoughts and, and communicate it are some of the smartest people. Mm-hmm. But like people that – go to work every day mindlessly and don't have that ability they might be, they might like dude they might be better off at mcdonald's like yeah oh, i have a hot take but i'm not gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> there's there, there's so much that goes into it and going back to like social media when you see somebody like a huge huge celebrity like let's say david dobrik who grew up right next to where we live he's yeah. what two years older than us and he is like a multimillionaire living what do uh, yeah, he but dude, do think about how, he wants. But think about how many people in the world 
that are just like David Dobrik, but just didn't just they just didn't decide to record themselves. Yeah, it's insane. That's insane, David. If you hear this, you're still really cool, man. I just a lot of people do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, but... you might as well work at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> kidding give me money give me a tesla <laughs> <laughs> but yeah all in all uh, things are crazy the life is like everything's crazy nowadays but finale for the strengths finder definitely worth a buy i i'm gonna tell you how much it is right now because it it it, it makes you more aware of yourself and like what you need to it's 20 bucks like it's Taking the test was really eye-opening too. When mm-hmm. it's it's a it takes about forty minutes to take the test. It's a lot of questions, but it's every question you you instantly relate to it and you instantly like think of someone or something in your life that applies to the question. Yeah. So that that's the awareness part for me. Was taking the test, I became really aware of the decisions I've made in life that made me answer what I answered in the test. So anyone listening, if you want some awareness in your life about your life and yourself and who you are. Take the uh, Clifton Strengths Finder 2.0 test. Buy the book. I'm not being paid for this. This is free. Uh, this is free advertising. But if they want to sponsor the show, by all means. If you want to sponsor, yeah, no, you can Venmo me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cash up. Cash, cash up. All right, so that's gonna be the end of episode one. We're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you, yes, everybody, thank you. for if, listening. If, if you listen to the whole thing. You need a job. <laughs> Honestly, we'll no, hire yeah. you. Actually, yeah, yeah, we will hire you when we get a studio. We'll be up in the <laughs> stew, and you can you can be like our uh, our, our audio or video guy. Jason, do you have anything to plug? Socials, different things that are going on in your life. Um, I tweet a lot of stupid shit. Uh, if you want to follow my Twitter, it's uh, it's uh, guys, I'm terrible at this already. <laughs> <laughs> I tweet a lot of stupid shit, so I usually just uh. I send everything in my drafts for like months at a time. Have I ever shown you my Twitter? Bro, I don't even have a Twitter. I know, so. I know you're not on Twitter. That's why I'm asking. But like, I sweet, I send everything in my drafts, and then like one night, if I'm feeling it, aka drunk, alcohol, whoa, um, I I just send them all. Like I've sent like thirty tweets at once, and <laughs> so my handle is at Jace Lamana, J A Y C E Lamana, L A M A N N A, and it honestly is just a lot of nonsense. You don't need to follow me if you don't want to. I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, thank you for listening if you're here with us, and we hope that you uh, continue to listen. Absolutely. You can follow me on Instagram at Zumstein, Z-U-M-S-T-E-I-N, period, Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, on Instagram as well. If you want to see some cool art stuff, or if you ever want to hit us up, man, you know. If you, you listen, know what? If you, you want to come on the podcast, so. we have... Yeah. We're open. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah maybe next week we'll we'll have a guest so yeah yeah yeah. we could find a good guest looking at all right thanks again see you later bye-bye